on a second. Blue 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 is coming. June tapped on Argmon's back. She wasn't happy being carried around like a sack of potatoes, and she sure didn't appreciate not being allowed to discuss things with the leader of this planet. Vic had made his choice, and when he had made up his mind, there were no other alternatives. He was scared. It was just that simple. They didn't need to run away. Even though she couldn't read Plu Plupanu, she knew the leader wouldn't let them just fly out of the planet. Much the same, BT Justice wouldn't allow them to fly away either. The apprehension would be sitting just outside, waiting for them, and they would not get far. Now that Plu Plupanu appeared to have found them, and Sheriff Justice wasn't anywhere to be seen, now was a good time to talk things out. She just wondered where he'd come from. His pool was too far away for him to just pop off a clone and follow them, and the only other people in the room were the ones standing inside the fountain, playing with the water. Joey was the first to wave to Plu Plupanu. I'm sorry we ran off like that. Kid, put your arm down. Argmon, put June down. She can walk. Now that Poo Poo is here, maybe we'll get some answers. As soon as Argmon put June down, she reached over and slapped Vic as hard as she could. Lou took a step forward, but when he saw the look in June's eyes, stepped back. What was that for? Vic rubbed his cheek. For trying to run away from your problems. Again. You need to be a man and face the issues you created, not just turn and run away. This problem is all you're making, and you're going to deal with it. Look, I signed a contract to deliver an uninhabited planet. There's nothing in that contract that I need to return an inhabited planet back where I got it. It doesn't have to be in the contract to be the right thing to do. If you're unwilling to do the right thing here, then I suggest you sit down and let me take care of it. I'm the captain of the ship. I make the decisions around here. June poked her finger into Vic's chest. We all make decisions. You just speak for the crew when it comes to making deals. This is a shipment gone wrong. We're going to do what's right and take them back to their home star. Vic started to say something, but Plu Pluplunu stopped and watched them. This is most curious behavior. The one who tried to bring you to face trial for your crimes also demonstrated similar actions with shouting. Why do you do this? Have I offended you in some way? Again, Vic started to say something, but June stopped him. She wasn't about to let him mess up the discussion she'd already started. Please, accept our apologies. As I stated before, it seems that we made a mistake. It is our ship that is responsible for moving your planet away from its home star. We'll take you back as soon as we deal with the other people that are here. I've chosen to take care of them for you. The sheriff said he will not leave until he has you in custody. Therefore, I will keep him occupied so he cannot find you. Right now, they are going down to the base of my chamber. The guards have been instructed to detain them until we are at a place where we can resolve the issue with my planet. As if in response to what Plu Plupunu said, the star dimmed and the planet shook. I think we'd better do that now. If you would all care to follow me, Plu Plupunu led them out of the room, where the bigger blobs were standing around the fountain. The water in the fountain looked like water, and again June felt her stomach grumble. None of them had eaten anything since the previous night, or had anything to drink, all except Vic, who had a few beers. She could feel all of their moods, and each of them seemed a little edgy, and that could be attributed to them all being hungry. Plu Pluplunu, it's been some time since any of us had anything to eat. Is there any chance we can stop and get something to eat or drink? The leader turned around and looked at all of them. Please wait one moment, it said. Its eyes clouded over for a moment. Transportation will be here shortly. My apologies. 
Now that I've properly scanned your physical properties, I can detect that you are not used to continuous locomotion and require far more fuel than any of my replicants or I require. We can get you some fuel and continue on our way. Being this small is strange. We may be able to utilize other beings to accomplish our tasks. I'm all for getting some food, Vic said as he rolled his head around. Where's that sheriff? Blue Plupunu's eyes clouded over. They have left the guards and appear to be heading back toward their ship. They do not move quickly. Ah, here's a sled to take us to where we are going. June gasped. She should have realized that things would be all oversized on this planet, but it was difficult to keep things in perspective. The sled had no driver and appeared to be the size of a football field. She couldn't make out any propulsion by looking at the flat bottom and wondered if there was anything underneath. Perhaps it had internal workings that allowed it to float magnetically, or something, even. Even Joey just stood and stared as it settled to the ground. Please, allow my guard to help you on. Plupluplunu motioned behind them, and before June could turn around, a giant yellowish tentacle wrapped around her and lifted her onto the platform. She tried to keep from gasping, but a small one escaped. Hey! Vic yelled. Eep, eep, eep. Dexter was having too much fun with all of this. Argmon growled. Lou aimed his weapon, but lowered it. Joey turned white as the thing raised them all into the air and placed them onto the platform. As soon as it let him go, he fell to the deck on his hands and knees. Are you all right? June knelt by his side. I'll, I'll be fine. I, I think all the blood rushed to my head. I blacked out for a second there. His head bobbed up and down a couple of times before he held out his hand so she could help him to his feet. I was never any good with roller coasters either. June laughed. I'll have to remember that with all this excitement that the crew brings. I'm surprised you still have that little problem. Joey shrugged. She put her arm around his waist and led him toward the center of the sled. The top looked just like the bottom. The guard that had lifted them onto the platform joined them on the sled. That at least made her feel a little better as she could feel Joey also slightly relax. Vic had walked more towards the center of the platform with Argmon and Dexter and sat down. Argmon stretched and laid down. Dexter stayed standing. Feeling better? June asked. I will once I get some food and water. I'm so hungry. I know, but we need to help find a solution. She led him over to where Vic and the rest were sitting. Pluplupanu had gone to the front of the sled. They had started moving, but she hadn't felt anything. It had risen and moved along so smoothly that it must be magnetic. So, how do we get past Sheriff Buford D. Justice? If he's in here, that's fine, but once we get out there, we can't hitch up back up to this planet and start towing it again. By the time we get into position, they'll be on us. What are you talking about, kid? Did the two of you finally realize what I've been saying all along? That this is a losing situation and we're better off just cutting our losses? That's not what he said, Vic. He's trying to figure out how we help Plupluunu. Muffin... Do you have anything yet? Vic asked. Nothing more than a severe dislike of Bob. Victor, he insists we play games, but he's currently hiding somewhere and I can't see him. I don't like it when he does that. It's like he knows exactly where to hide that I can't find him and I'm not about to waste any more effort looking for him. Just try to keep him occupied while working on a solution for us. I have determined that each time they open the ports on the north and south poles, the star dims and quakes occur. Also, the star's power has dropped by 60% since you asked me to start monitoring it. Keep on it, Muffin. We're getting something to eat, and we'll be back there as soon as we can. Plu Plupanu slid forward. I don't understand. 
I had thought all of you were going to help us with our trouble. The star dimmed as a sled moved outside the temple they'd been in, but the ground didn't shake. At least she couldn't feel anything shake. We'd love to stick around and help out, but that sheriff back there has it for us. If we try to help, he'll only haul us away. The only thing we can do is make sure you get on your way and we get on ours. June punched Vic. No, we're going to help them out. I already told you that. You still don't understand, do you? There's nothing we can do. I'm deeply sorry we can't help, but we can't help. It's just that simple. The sled moved alongside a smaller building, then came to rest on the ground. Once again, a guard picked them up and deposited them on the ground. Joey hadn't been caught by surprise this time, and didn't appear to have any adverse effects. Follow me. This is where scientists are working on our problem. Fuel will be brought to you. June saw nothing but lights inside the building. It was one room filled with lights of different color. None of them made any sense to her. Joey, on the other hand, appeared to have suddenly found nirvana and oohed and awed over everything from the walls of blinking lights to the domes flashing multicolored light to the big blob being surrounding the fountain similar to the one in the temple they'd just come from. Look at that over there! I wonder what that does! Joey's excitement would have been infectious if June hadn't been so hungry. Now he was just annoying. That is where we monitor the power of our star. When it gets below a certain level, we open our... Victor! I know you're busy, but it seems we have company on board. What? Vic turned back toward the door. You've been listening to Hollow, V&A Shipping, Book 2, written and read by J.R. Murdoch. For more information about this production and its author, visit jrmurdoch.com. There are a lot of ways you can choose to spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me.